welcome into Night Moods on the Friday Nights, our weekly Friday night series of spiritual maintenance. I'm going to be helping you how to undo, undress your spiritual maintenance, to work on your faith. Got a lot to do in here. And we are connecting all of our platforms, same time you're listening to me on the radio show. Welcome into Night Moods. I'm at the bridge, just finishing up the first hour of relaxation and inspiration. Sitting here in the, the, the I was going to say sitting here in the zoo. <laughs> sitting here in the lab, I'm at the captain's chair. And um, this is the, the new look to the, the lab. Spiritual Maintenance, our weekly Friday night series, connecting everyone from around this one globe that we share. Saying hello to all of our platforms who are listening in. It's been a while since we did the live stream. Looking in, you get to look in on the, the radio show. And you get to check it out. And then we get to transition into the podcast. Which is really going to be interesting. Because I always... Slip through the slip through the, uh, the transition. We're going to do a seamless. Because it's been a while. I haven't done the live stream. And connecting the podcast to the radio show. But this is our what we do on a Friday night. And the, the podcast doesn't ordinary get the relaxation side. It's more the deeper, deeper stuff of and empowerment and inspiration of an apostolic teaching, um, sharing my witness, my testimonies, and also there's interviews that happen. But here on this Friday night, we're just slowing things down and helping you to acquire and engage your spiritual mechanics and some of you are probably asking, well, what are my spiritual mechanics and how do I acquire them? Well, good question. I'm glad you asked. Your spiritual mechanics you acquire when you were saved and born again. And what are they? Well, love, trust, confidence, spiritual obedience, righteousness, we work on submission and surrender on the other half of the show. And then they are the attributes of the Holy Spirit in Galatians 5:22 and verse 23. So I'm going to share with you what those are. Those attributes that you can understand that you acquired. And so you work building your faith putting on display the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And these fruit simply are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And uh, I need some work to do here in the States. And so these are just some of your spiritual mechanics and these nine that I mentioned which you bear the fruit of the Holy Spirit you put on display you put those on display it's hard for people of God to produce what the Holy Spirit produces <coughs> knew that was coming and so I'm at the bridge on this weekend to help you get inspired 
and help you with a little empowerment. How about that? Hope you like the atmosphere. Change it up for you. And you can listen to the show on Block Talk Radio or listen to the podcast on any of your favorite podcast channels, platforms, excuse me. And don't forget our Apple channel for Night Moods. We have a couple shows on there that you can listen to on our Apple Premium where you can listen to deeper, deeper stuff around the kingdom, culture, society. Um, you know, we're going to be doing a marriage and ministry podcast that you may want to check out if you are married. And we have a caveat to that because, well, my wife and I were one color and separate. She's one color and, <coughs> and I'm another color. So we're biracial. And um, that's the marriage and ministry. This under Night Moods. Night Moods in that we have on our premium, Apple Premium. And I got something caught in my throat, so I'm hoping I can get out of this safely without the unscheduled cough that comes. We got my, my tea here. But helping get through spiritual maintenance on a Friday night, the spiritual mechanics, and you are in control, you are responsible for your spiritual maintenance. And I want to stress this, that you are responsible for your spiritual maintenance. No one else can be responsible for what God equipped you with. And you have to learn, day and night, how to coordinate your state of mind and your mindset in cooperation to the Holy Spirit. And sometimes that means you just got to surrender. And get out of your own way. And especially with everything going on now and the many regions, the many countries. I'm like, if you were to put a map on the wall, and I can't put a map on our walls because these are stone walls. They can't drill in stone or cement walls, concrete walls. Um, and if you were to put a map up and you were to take a dart and just toss the dart at the map. And if you were to hit land, you would find some problems. Now, outside of this the Antarctica you maybe wouldn't find a lot of problems there because science has a lot to do and it's awfully cold and it's really too cold to be doing anything other than getting along with your neighbors but if you were to take a dart and just toss it you would find that you pick a country find some issues and I was talking to one of our elders earlier this week and we were inquiring what's going on over there in Sri Lanka. And he was sharing with me. And then he said, uh, you know, I'm hearing what's going on over there in America. And I'm like, yeah. It's a must-see television. And he's like, I don't understand what you're saying. I said, well, yeah, there's a lot going on. And he had mentioned after that conversation, when it was coming to the end, and he said to me, America is just like the rest of the world. But it dresses up its problems and it makes the pig look good. I was like, and that's coming from Sri Lanka, who was looking through all of the what America's projecting. And so what better, especially now, we're in the we're in the bridge month. And here the Supreme Court's gonna be making some heavy decisions. And I've been telling as many folks who want to open an ear to what I have to say. The body in Christ is going to have to take a stand and be defenders of truth. And so the church is going to find itself here in America having a massive trouble. 
the influx of people leaving the, the denominations and then those who are taking a stand for righteousness and justice and so when the Supreme Court does what the Supreme Court is supposed to be doing you know it could create a tinderbox of a civil war civility could be lost and that's just that and you have the economic factor here in America that is trying many in the middle class and they've all but forgotten about the lower caste system the, the poor folks and those who are homeless and like they'll toss them a crumb or two but the wealthy and the rich well they're jockeying for position in the top 10% to be the 1% and so the church who I believe is supposed to have all the answers in their territories and their environments through the power of the Holy Spirit is going to find itself what line are you going to stand on and so here we are each and every Friday night we do a weekly Friday night series of spiritual maintenance going to help you understand how to impact your faith practically and it has to do with you and here at the bridge I deal with at the bridge the crossover and how kind of interesting is it that June is the bridge month June being the bridge month that crosses us into the second half of 2022 and it's the bridge and so in the month of June family holidays family vacations trips people are outside enjoying the fresh air if there aren't any other restrictions after government restrictions during the plagues the last three years of the plague right and so this month being the bridge month that bridges you to the second half of 2022 then we get prepared for what here in the states depending on where you live I live here in the Midwest we get prepared for winter but all of us are gonna get prepared well, I can't say all of us because our Chinese brothers and sisters their new year is gonna be in July and for the rest of us, our new year is going to be at the end of December. And so we're in the bridge. And I made a post earlier this week. Um, I want to see if I can pull this up. During the summer months, brothers and sisters, do not forget to exercise your faith, work out your faith. Because the bridge month, June month, is normally when people take a hiatus from church, ministry, people take vacations, um, other priorities get in the way in life that people especially when they've been cooped up for months upon months they want to get out and do what they want to do but don't forget about your spiritual maintenance and though we do this on a weekly Friday night series this has to be done by you I would say every night you want to check in and handle your spiritual maintenance you want to get off the highway of life get out of your pathway and get into the secret place get into that place away from society away from culture systems behavior patterns and step into your Heavenly Father get into the Isaiah chapter 30 verse 15 so that he can strengthen you in your quietness and many people hate the rural areas of life when you have been placed outside of what you have come to know as your norms and then you're in this vast land of nobody's around your phones aren't ringing the alerts aren't going off and 
You just can't seem to understand why you have to be by yourself and get to know who you are from time to time. And see, those are those times I believe that Heavenly Father is causing you to be still so that you can focus on Him without all the other indirect and direct distractions, good or bad. And so I can go on in a long tangent and teach around it, but I'm more practical. As I get older, I get more practical. I love to learn. I love wisdom. I love the spirit of wisdom. She is awesome. Mama Spirit is awesome. So it amazes me the amount of challenges that brothers and sisters, whether they are novice to experience in the kingdom, and some may like the experience of being alone. I happen to like my quiet times. I know my wife does. She enjoys them. But it's the time for us to just kind of retreat. <clears throat> and so the spiritual maintenance, you don't want to just like depend that it's going to be there on the weekends. I don't understand why people do that. And for you listening and you watching, watching on the, the background, and watching me inside the show here, we're going to help you understand who you are and God's purpose for you and why your spiritual maintenance is important to you. And so I want to share with you out of John 17. I'm going to go through it. Deconstruct it, help you to see what in the, the last known intimate recordings of Jesus' conversation with Heavenly Father before he's crucified. He has a lot to say about his disciples and the purpose of um, and position and function of his disciples. But don't forget about your faith in the summer. And just as much as it is to be on the beach, to be in the mountains, to be outside, um, picnics, barbecues, be on vacation, whatever you do, and if you don't take any vacations, and if you don't carve out time to be a family and my wife and I were just talking about this earlier this week we just looked at each other we we're like ay 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 and I'm like I know right it's really hard to carve out time when you have responsibilities and obligations and we have the last of the Mohicans she's 12 at the house the rest of the five are gone but you know we're still dealing with life with our children who are grown adults and just with the responsibilities and obligations, whether it's, you know, me life coaching, our small business, um, our church here, our churches overseas, our ministries, Jill's work with the ministry. Um, we're so glad school's over. But then we're looking like, well, we need to carve out some time for each other. And it's just been busy this week. And we're like, oh my gosh. But we have not forgotten about our spiritual maintenance. That's something that you have to do every day. And, you, and for me, we just carve out time for that. Even if we don't conversate with each other, we understand when irritability sets in because we're not spending time with the Lord. We're not spending time with the Holy Spirit. And, you know, Jill gets on the bike and she'll cycle. And on the outside of this laboratory that I'm in, just over there, is our weight facility. So we have everything in-house. It's really kind of cool, but it's... Whether we're exercising, whether we're reading, and we, you know, we looked at our television. I think I may have said this last week. You know, being blessed to get a new television, a gigantic television, like we barely see it. 
or we watch it and she's watching her birds and there's really nothing of great content on television that we enjoy outside of my sports we, you know we don't really get into too much news and uh, you know what I'm saying but it's we're, we're intentional in our pursuit to our Heavenly Father and our building our relationship with Him and building our relationship with our Lord and Savior and cooperating with the Holy Spirit. It's just that intentionality that we take in daily. And I don't, I, if I, I, can, yeah, I can speak for Jill. We don't take it for granted. You know, there are moments where we do, but we'll get corrected or, you know, I'll challenge her or, or she'll say something to me and just remind me, I got to get, I got to get lost. I got to go and be at my father. And so the spiritual maintenance and what we do, and you know, I think of Hebrews 12 and 1 when it comes to one of our responsibilities, but I think of Isaiah 30 and 15 more so. And see what we do on the radio show here is on the first half of relaxation because you're you're watching and listening, you're watching on the live stream and on our YouTube channel for night moods. <clears throat> the first half of the radio show, which is different from the podcast, is simply this. We do relaxation in the secret place. You know, Matthew 6 and 6, um, Matthew 11, 28 and 29, Luke 18 and verse 7, Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 16. Those are four kingdom spiritual walls that, and, that cover us. And so we go in and we just, we breathe the breath of life and we handle all areas of our heart issues and develop relationship. And so not getting off a tangent here, but... It's your responsibility. So I think of Isaiah 30 and 15. When your father wants to strengthen you in your trust and in your quietness. But if you're always going, if you're moving around and, and you never can stop and you never can carve out time. And you, you just find yourself, there's a distinction between busy and a busybody. And sometimes you got to put the do not disturb sign up. you got to power down the phones. I love powering down my phones. I love leaving both my phones and all the gadgets at home or in the vehicle. I have, my mother is notorious for calling Jill and myself. And she's like, you guys are never on your, picking up your phones. You, you, you never pick up your phones. I'm like, yeah, we are really tired of being on the phone. So we carve out time is what I'm saying. And so your spiritual maintenance is likened to, and I talk about this almost every week. If I don't talk about it every week, it's every other week. Consider like NASCAR or Formula One racing, or I love cycling. And when you're cycling on a road course, and when I cycle, you're always pedaling, except when you're going downhill. But for me, I'm always in the, the cadence of my pedals. Whether it's on a climb, whether it's on a descent, I'm always pedaling, 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 pedaling. And that's in my rhythm because I'm, I'm counting my clicks, I'm spending time with the Lord, I'm exercising, I'm working on my breathing. There are so many things that happens in cycling. And so when you are dealing with carving out time to get off of the pathway of life and get into... Father, I need to spend time with you. Holy Spirit, I need to get out of the systems of the world, the cultures of the society, and the behavior patterns, and I got to get into the, my innermost secret space so that I can just be alone. I can just be quiet. And I don't, when I'm cycling, or when I'm spending time with the Lord, it's not even about anymore, Father, I need this, Father, I need that. Sometimes I'll go and just be quiet. 
just as I was a little, a little guy. And sometimes I would just follow my dad when he'd be doing yard work and I would just watch him or I would watch from a distance because with my dad he would put you to work. And so I would watch from a distance, you know, on the patio, uh, right there on Delta Drive and be and just watch him mow. And then I would get up and go in and he would call us in and he would have us, you know, do the raking or whatever because we had the lawnmower and didn't have the bag. And I didn't understand why he had a lawnmower mowing the backyard with the basketball court in the backyard but he never had a bag but I, I knew what he was doing Chris and I were the rake Chris and I were the baggers and we would bag up the grass but what I'm saying is I would watch him I necessarily didn't have to say anything or when he was in the living room that we could never go into how many of you had parents that you had your one room in your entire house that you could not go into yeah we had the living room that the carpets had to be vacuumed one way and we even had plastic on the white velvet fur couch i don't even know what to call it it wasn't like faux pas i don't i don't know but it was like it wasn't real fur but it was like fake fur but it was a couch you, know, you could like rub it one way and he would they, we couldn't we couldn't go in the room but saturday mornings we would you know before we had to go out and play baseball because we of course grew up in sports but when we had to do our weekend weekend chores, he would be the one cleaning the living room. And, you know, you can sit in there while we listen to the, the radio station. And he'd be playing because we grew up with music, with sports and music. That's what I grew up with, sports, music. So I love music. But we'd watch him. I would watch him. And I'd watch him clean. Wouldn't have to necessarily say anything, but it was the quality of just being present. And that reminds me of Matthew 6 and 6. And Jesus says in Matthew 6 and 6, and we talk about this inside the secret place. He says this, But whenever you pray, enter into your secret place and shut the door behind you. And pray to your Heavenly Father who is in secret, and your Heavenly Father who sees in secret will reward you. It reminds me of that. More so, being in the presence of my Father and not having to say, you know, can I have a couple of dollars so I can go get a roof or float? Or could you drop us off at the mall? Or can we go roller skating? Or can I go up to Brian's house because uh, the, the guys want to hang out and we want to go play football? No. You know, we, we, we stayed around the house before we could go and do some, but I'm just saying, I would literally watch my parents as they were cleaning or help them clean but I didn't have to have a conversation. It was that quality time, if I call it quality time, and that's what our Heavenly Father wants. And how much more greater that He wants the quality. Can I talk about when we go into the secret place, that it's, it's your presence that He wants. Because when you go into the presence of your Heavenly Father, whether it's in a secret place or in a rural place, outside of your normal setting of life that's where he does what I call the kingdom heart surgery and that's where you can be vulnerable that's where you can be quiet and he can he can strengthen you in your quietness because he knows how to meticulously get in and get to the areas of the heart that no one else knows because you don't want them to see your vulnerability you don't want them to see the areas in your heart that are cold and maybe there's a little bit of hate there in the heart. But if there is, that needs to be delivered, sacrificed, 
and crucified because Jesus said in 14 of 1 of John, do not let your heart be distressed. So your heart in the secret place in your spiritual maintenance is where your heavenly father does what I call the kingdom supernatural miraculous heart surgery. And so in that secret place, heart surgery is getting done and brain surgery is being done. Your state of mind and your mental state. But if you never carve out time to go into your spiritual place and just sit and be quiet, then your heart gets distressed. Your mindset and your state of mind gets overworked. Think about that. <coughs> it's important. And you are in control of your spiritual maintenance. That has everything to do with your free will, the choices that. <coughs> my goodness, the choices that you make. And so take a minute and think about when was the last time that you got off the pathway of life and just went in with no, with no prescribed list of what the things that you need. When was the last time you just went in and just sat still and said, here I am, Lord, in my nakedness, here I am, Lord, my heart is yours. Here I am, Lord, do with me as you will. When have you had that moment? Now, it doesn't make me any greater than you because I have those moments. But those moments are for you as well. And so you carving out time, you saying, I'm going to power down off of my smart devices, my Apple devices, my tablets, my, my iPads, my laptops, my, my computers. And then you just get quiet for a period of time. What is that like? And I'm sitting here talking and talking. I'm, I'm thinking, my, my throat is dry. That's why I'm coughing. And so I have to stop and just think about it. And they talk about when you're on radio or you, you're on the podcast, dead, dead space is not good. But to me, dead space is an opportunity for the creative and the imagination to stop. And so that you can allow the realms of the spirit and your heavenly father to, to engage you and deal with you in your truth. And you don't have to be anything other than who you are. So as you get through the weekend, and I was going to sit here and look this up real quick. As you get through the weekend, this post I made about, here it is. Or there it went. And it's gone. Let me go to the group here. I'm actually going through our Facebook group. Night Moves HDQ. If you want to check us out on any of our social platforms. Our official pages for Night Moves HDQ. But if you want to connect with us on our Facebook group. Which is just Night Moves. Please do. And the question I had posted was. Can I find it? Is it even worth it? I don't know if I can find it. Don't allow the summer to go by without you practicing your faith. In other words, don't fly into the ocean without exercising first your faith. See, 
your spiritual maintenance ought to be the first thing that you handle, even in the bridge month, the summer months. And I know, I know, like you work all year and you've been cooped up for the past two and a half years, uh, depending on where you live, and you need this. You need to get out, you need to exercise everything in your being because you've been cooped up. Well, your faith doesn't sleep. The Holy Spirit is not at rest. He doesn't take a vacation from you. He doesn't say, hey, wait a minute. I'm kind of tired dealing with you. I need to go back to heaven and I need to just be still with the angels. No. He is always manifesting present future. And when you understand his function, his purpose, and his responsibilities inside of you, man, you need to give him a break. And just want to encourage you. Take some time out this weekend, not just Sunday morning, but take some time out. Carve some time out. Turn off, power down, and just be still. Stop the movement of the mindset and the state of mind. And, and be still and be quiet. And if you can't do that, practice that. Give yourself 30 seconds. Multiply it 30 seconds times three and give yourself five minutes. Go maybe 10 minutes. Maybe you can do a solid 15 minutes. And if you can't give five minutes of quiet time, shame on you. Work it out. Work your faith out. Your spiritual maintenance is important to you. Without your spiritual maintenance, life stretches you dry. And that was never your purpose, to be a dry human being. Especially a born-again believer in Father's kingdom. And with that, I'm going to leave you on the radio to join up with you again here in the lab in the captain's chair this coming Monday night at 10.30 for a special show kicking off the middle of June. You guys, I want to encourage you to jump into your spiritual maintenance this weekend. And as you jump in, being quiet in your spiritual maintenance, be a blessing to someone else. Now, all that coughing, apologize for all that coughing. <clears throat> I have been working in our cleaning business. We, I do a cleaning business with my wife. Small cleaning business. We clean, we clean houses. Because as the founder to our church, I don't depend on the church for a salary or to take care of us. So we work. So we have our business there, and then we have the radio show, um, and they have the podcast. And so sitting here thinking about our obligations to our church and our, our disciples who were training in this season, and then our global churches, because I oversee 14 countries, and Jill helps me with her women's ministry she has, and with our ministries, our schools, and our many orphans that we oversee and we help spiritually and we help um, with the blessings of, of seed from time to time. And then our family here, and we, we homeschool the 12 year old. And then she has her own little organization that we gave her the blessings to carry because she's proved herself. And so with all the obligations and with all of the responsibilities, and that's why I talked about our marriage because Jill and I, we sat here Tuesday into Wednesday 
and this was supposed to be my soft week of of cleaning and we you know we clean middle class to high-end houses which is really kind of cool i wouldn't have it any other way but we do have one little nasty house that i can't stand i can't wait to um, eliminate that client but nonetheless we sat here and with all the ob obligations and with this podcast and putting together what we're putting together for this coming November. And I want you to go to our official page on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about because I'm excited about the transition and coming into our year of the radio show is going to like explode in a good way like a volcano. And so we're in the sixth month of the podcast and I really appreciate you being here and listening and getting the getting the, my apostolic um, instructions, teachings of the kingdom, and even our conversations that we have with a few of my friends, and we have some other conversations coming up here on the podcast. But I'm saying all this to say, because this is our spiritual maintenance show, and I really want to encourage you to carve out time to build in your faith. And I said that the right way. Build in your faith. See, we, we have this kingdom's foundation. But the structure our Heavenly Father wants and equips us how to build the structure. But he gives us the wisdom and gives us the state of mind and the mindset to build it according to our personality, our character, which we take upon his character, according to our, our will and our desires, but yet, at the same time, you must take time to handle your spiritual maintenance. And again, I didn't talk about it. John 17, I want to talk about it. But I didn't get to talk about it as much as I wanted to because I look at spiritual maintenance as an everyday cycle in our life cycle. But some, especially our Christian brothers and sisters, some will handle spiritual maintenance at a conference or on their weekend services or midweek service and that leaves five days where they're not carving out spiritual time for spiritual maintenance you know are you working on your love meter your faith meter your belief meter you know how many of you are are in unbelief and you're serving in unbelief and you're loving through unbelief it's kind of hard but people do that right but you have to carve out time. Just like, you know, if you don't power your phone off, power it off after the podcast. But before you power it off, remember to subscribe and share and engage because I love to hear from you. But power, power down and just be still. And maybe you need to be still in small increments. Maybe 10-minute time patterns throughout your day. You know, you take a lunch. Maybe before you take a lunch or during your lunch, instead of getting on your phone and checking your social media, maybe just power down after you check on your, you know, your, your spouse or whatever you do and your lunchtime. Or just get away and just go sit underneath a tree or, or go to a park. But just power down for small increments of time. But then if you have the capacity to do so, then carve out 30 minutes of time. Maybe you can, you're good for an hour. Maybe you can handle 60 minutes of just being quiet and being still. More power to you if you can do that. I think that's awesome. 
But make the time of quality matter when you're dealing with your spiritual mechanics. Now, I liken this this way. If you ever watch NASCAR or Formula One racing and, you know, the cars are zipping by in the oval setting, in Formula One racing, they are on a circuit. No matter whatever city they're in or country, they're on a circuit. So they're doing, they're driving the circuit, yet the maintenance of the vehicles has to be done in a timely manner during the marathon of the race. And so they have a team and they communicate through radio and they tell them the driver when to come in, you know, talk about the oil, talk about uh, the tire um, tires, they talk about the gasoline, they talk about the how the car is driving and the equipment they need to handle when the car comes in for their quick maintenance. But if you watch them and you just maybe watch a couple laps and you see that when one car comes in, there's a host of other cars that come in to do maintenance as well. And they do that for strategy, I get it. But what I'm getting you to, to understand is get off of the pathway of life and get into your secret place. Get into the world place so that you can be restored, be recharged by your Heavenly Father. And this is not a religious thing. This is a spiritual thing. And you need to handle your spiritual maintenance every day. You need to. Your spiritual maintenance keeps the vessel spiritually sound, right? And without your spiritual maintenance, the vessel can break down. I believe without the spiritual maintenance, sickness comes into the body. Distress comes into the state of mind and the mindset because the mindset is, is overworked and the state of mind is overworked. And so the burdens are weighty on the body. They're weighty in the brain. They're weighty. It's, it's, it becomes hard to get in the pathway when the burdens are, are, are weighty because you didn't want to carve out time to take the load off or to trade the load off with your Savior. That's Matthew 11, 28-29. But understand who you are in the midst of your spiritual mechanics really go in and see yourself and I, I, I utilize this a lot get in the mirror and just look at yourself in the mirror and that's the best time not to say anything just look at yourself not more than just physically but look in at yourself and as you're looking at yourself you're looking inside yourself you know you better than everybody else outside of God right so as you're looking at yourself, you understand where your weaknesses are at. How do you address your weaknesses? What do you do if you're carrying a weakness that the burden is sitting and squashing and squeezing up every little strength that was in that area that used to be strong, but now it's become weak? Because life will stretch you out. It will make you rigid at times. And you have to release the tension in life so you can just relax so carve out some time and make it a point
to handle your spiritual mechanics. And if you don't understand what your spiritual mechanics are, you can send a message. I'll help you with the list. You know, submit, surrender, submission, um, spiritual obedience, and righteousness. That's Matthew 6 and 31, 33. The fruit of the Holy Spirit is what we are supposed to bear. Um, your sonship. Galatians 5, 22 and 23 is the fruit of the Holy Spirit that we are supposed to bear, not produce. People think they're supposed to produce what the Holy Spirit's supposed to produce. We're supposed to just bear it, put it on display. And you put that on display like a tree displays its leaves. And in the root of the tree is where the seed is that comes up the shoot and up the up the the, uh, the trunk of the tree into the branches and does what it does and it blossoms into whether it's a maple tree or an evergreen or an oak but you'll notice that the tree puts on display and I love when the wind blows because the wind can be ferocious and if it's not a gale force wind taking the tree down it will blow through the trees and yes, there are some leaves that break off. But you ever wonder why those leaves break off in the first place? But for the leaves that stay on, well, the tree is putting on display what the seed produced. And so when the winds come and rains come and storms come and those leaves will sit there and be on display for you to see the beauty of the tree and what kind of tree it is. Right? And so you have to be like that in the same way with your spiritual mechanics. And I know it's like beating it up like a, a horse, right? Like a dead horse or just beating it down into the ground. But who are you without your taking care of your spiritual mechanics? And you're supposed to be a new create creature in this kingdom. So... You can email the show at nightmoodshdq at gmail.com or just message right in this episode. And if you have a question about spiritual mechanics, allow me to help you. Have your Bibles with you. And then we'll go through and I'll show you this, present this in a question form and you get to search out the answer for yourself and I'll help you. But I won't just give you the answer because... Discipleship is a responsibility for, for someone to have a pursuit to our Heavenly Father through Jesus. So you want to be the son who can develop as a one who's in sonship and a co-heir with Jesus. That's John chapter 15. It is an awesome study. If you want to understand kingdom protocol, Jesus releases four kingdom protocols in John chapter 15 verses 4 through 16 for every I tell everyone this including our ministers you're a son first before you're a minister you're a son before you're a business owner you're a son before you're an educator you're a son before you're a student you are a son and a daughter before you're anything else in father's kingdom and Jesus in John chapter 15 breaks down for you how to live as a co-heir in father's kingdom Here's a key for you. Whenever you see the word remain or slash abide, that's one of the protocols. And there's four. When you learn those, 
you open the heart and hand of your Heavenly Father. Just saying. So back to the spiritual maintenance. <clears throat> it's your responsibility to step out from life systems, life cultures, and the behavior patterns and get to dry ground. See, Jesus left many times his disciples and would go into the Mountain of Olives or cross the other side of uh, the lake or the Jordan and spend time with Heavenly Father. And he did this purposely. He did this to handle his spiritual mechanics. And in the spiritual mechanics, in handling that, he was developing a richer relationship with his Heavenly Father. And so that's all of our portion, is to develop a richer relationship with our Heavenly Father. And I'm afraid, my friend, that religion, religion can do this for you. Can. Religion keeps you from entering the kingdom because it has never entered it itself. Jesus talked about this in, in the book of Luke. But Jesus became the example of the importance of spiritual mechanics and spiritual maintenance, more so spiritual maintenance, how to enter into spiritual maintenance, how to address himself in spiritual maintenance. And I wanted to get to this. This is Logos Bible Software. And I want you, if you are a student of the Bible, and you're a disciple of Christ, and you just love to study the scriptures, you love to study the historical books, you want to get your hands on Logos Bible software. Version 9, I've been using Logos, I've been using, excuse me, Logos Bible software for over 12 years. And I use it to study. I even use it on the radio show and here on the podcast. Now, when I teach, I have my, my books. But here, you're going to need a bigger... Um, space on your computer or your tablet or iPad. So get Logos Bible Software. We'll give you the link. It's my personal link. I'll give you a discount on this volume. You won't regret it. It's going to help you become smarter in the information and how to use the information in wisdom. John 17. I want to take you here. Because you have work to do. And I know that this is what it's supposed to be, spiritual maintenance. And I'm addressing how you can handle this, your responsibility. And I want to make this disclaimer that if you don't handle your spiritual maintenance, your Heavenly Father will place you in a season that's rural. And He will force you to handle your spiritual maintenance. You never want Father to hand feed you spiritual maintenance because that, that's chastisement I mean he'll chastise you because he loves you but why would you want him to put you in a, a dark season so that you can focus only on him and he does this but you have the benefit of this relationship with your Heavenly Father through Jesus Christ in the power of the Holy Spirit to get away like Jesus got away and enrich your relationship as you encounter the presence of Abba Father and His kingdom. 
as you engage the presence of the of our Abba Father and his kingdom, as you experience the presence of our Abba Father and his kingdom, and you execute your identity to your Abba Father and the presence of his kingdom. And one of the last moments that Jesus engages Heavenly Father is through dealing with the spiritual maintenance. And it's in John 17. I want to share this with you. Um, John 17, 6, Jesus says this, I talk to Heavenly Father. Talking to His Heavenly Father, not talking to Himself. Okay? I have revealed Your name to the men whom You gave me out of this world. They were Yours, and You have given them to me. And they have kept Your word. Now, they understand all the things that you have given me are from you because the words that you gave to me, I have given to them and they received those words and know truly that I have come from you and they have believed that you have sent me. For anyone who is listening to this podcast, if you have ever been taught that Jesus is the Father, You have been taught wrong. Jesus is actually talking to his Heavenly Father in John chapter 17. He does it throughout the Gospels. He makes a distinction between himself, the Holy Spirit, and Abba Father in the intimate book of John. So he's speaking to his Heavenly Father. This is enriching his relationship. And you can place these scriptures in John chapter 14 because this is the definition of a relationship. He's relating to his Heavenly Father. Verse 9, he goes on and says this, I I am asking on behalf of them. I am not asking on behalf of the world. Understand what he just said there. In your translation, what does it say in verse 9 in your translation? But he's not asking on behalf of the world, but on behalf of those whom you have given me. Jesus doesn't pray for the world, ladies and gentlemen. He is focused on the children of Israel and those who have been redeemed to the Father through him. And those include the Gentiles, but he doesn't pray for the world. I'm going to go in. I'm going to go in on that on a future episode. I cannot wait. Truth is truth. As a defender of truth, I'm giving you an apostolic insight to the kingdom intel. Jesus in his last intimate encounter on earth relating to his heavenly father he is showing you spiritual maintenance relate relating to Abba father spiritual maintenance is how you open yourself up in relation to your heavenly father to check in and and ask relationship questions verse 11 Jesus continues says and I am no longer in the world and they are in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, keep them who you sent me in your name, which you have given to me, so that they may be one just as we are. Relation. They may be one just as we are. They may be in righteousness, in one accord. Verse 12, he goes in. He's talking about... He's talking about his relationship to his disciples and his relationship to his heavenly father. And this is what he is sharing. 
and it's recorded in the testimonies. Verse 12, when I was with them, I kept them in your name, which you have given to me. Jesus carries the name of his father. And guarded them, shepherded them, and none of them has died except the son of destruction. In order that the scripture would be fulfilled. He's talking about Judas Iscariot, Judah. Verse 13, and now I am coming to you. His appointment with crucifixion and I am saying these things in, or in the world so that they may have my joy completed in them so he's leaving his last moments of spiritual maintenance in the world so his joy completes the disciples in the world fills them as John chapter 15 right so that they may have my joy completed in themselves and I have given them your word and that is the Logos word of God and the world has hated them because they are not of the world just as I am not of the world I do not ask that you take them out of the world but that you protect them from the evil one man I wish I could go further in this because he is Putting together Matthew chapter 6, my Father who is holy in heaven, holy is your name, let your kingdom come, let your will be done, here on earth, just as it's done up there in heaven. And then he talks about, give me, my, give me my daily bread, keep me from evil, and do not lead me to temptation. That's verse 15 right here. And then he says in verse 16, they are not of the world just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them in your truth. Your Logos word is truth. Just as you sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. Oh, this is beautiful, you guys. Your spiritual maintenance is your responsibility. And the quality of your relationship comes out of your spiritual maintenance. Yeah, your quality of your relationship with your Heavenly Father comes out of your spiritual maintenance. What you put in, how you allow Him to work on your heart and Jesus work on your state of mind and your mindset and how you open yourself up, leaving yourself not a victim, but vulnerable in His secret place. Some of you have to get into the secret place. And you'll find when you enter into the secret place, you don't necessarily have to say anything. You can, you can put forward Isaiah chapter 30 and 15 in the secret place and watch you be strengthened as you come out and your situation, your circumstances, and your crisis is altered for the good. Because you receive something tangible. He strengthens you spiritually. He strengthens you spiritually and the natural receives that spiritual impartation. Well, to lay back spiritual maintenance episode, but to help you understand your position and your role and your purpose and your function, I think I just laid that out for you. I want you to subscribe, play this again, share it, and I want you to wait for the next episode because I'm going to go a little bit deeper in kingdom mindset and kingdom identity. You as a son 
stay tuned for the next episode right here on your favorite platform. Have a good night.